This is a Strips Trust podcast. All news and all views expressed in the podcast are those of the contributors, not necessarily those of Morecambe Football Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, I believe me. Blessing in the land is Morecambe FC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as me. Blessing in the land is Morecambe FC. Right, thanks for listening to us here at ShrimpNet. This is the podcast of the Shrimps Trust, all things Morecambe FC. Uh, another week uh, and another fun-packed infotainment episode is on its way. Uh, the usual suspects uh, are presenting, uh, obviously with Kobayashi Joel and uh, Verbal Diarrhea Me. Uh, but the guests today, we've got the enigmatic board executive uh, with his four-poster bed, Charlie Appleyard. Charlie, welcome along. Living the dream, please, living the dream. <laughs> Uh, and all-round striker extraordinaire, uh, a man with connections both at Morecambe FC and St Mirren, as has somebody else now. Uh, thanks for coming on, John O'Beaker. John, welcome. Uh, no, I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, he's been forewarned. He knows what to expect, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we can expect a good time tonight. So where do we start? Easy. Ipswich Town at home last week. 4,926 on at the Mazuma. Fantastic. Uh, and superb behaviour, the minute silence uh, for Ken Ormrod, the former secretary, who was a legend at Morecambe FC, impeccably observed by Ipswich. Thank you for that if you're listening as an Ipswich Town fan. Uh, but also, um, it, was, it was absolutely brilliant to see such a large crowd and not even a hint of bother and a hint of nastiness right across the way, Charlie, wasn't it? It was brilliant. I mean, uh, you know, we were so pleased to... Um get through, you know, I'm sure John will back me up. It was a very emotional week a couple of weeks ago. Um, I know James was on last week and eloquently went over everything, so I need to go over it again. But you know, it was just nice to actually go to actually realise that, you know, it wasn't the end of the of the season. You know, it wasn't, we, we can't, we, we can't, you know, we really believe we're in a great position now. Um, we made the right choice, I think, you know. Well, I, I know, I, I know we did. I'm, I'm back, back that 100%. And, uh, Hopefully we'll be able to be in a position where we are, you know, a lot stronger at the back. It, it, it was just, it was, it was, it was like this. It was like bodies on the line. It was unbelievable. Really, really, really special to see everyone caring and fighting for each other. The fans backing everyone up. And all the squad are really working hard together. And we, and we played, we played really well in both halves. I thought, you know, in 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 both in in the we swapped it around so differently in the second half, but we we, we were admirable performers in both ways. And Aaron. <laughs> Scoring another header, and um, you know we've got so many options. It's, it's really, it's really exciting. And twelve games to go, and I think that uh, you know, I was just saying to, an, I think I was saying to another fan on, on the weekend. Was, oh, I went to the the Carabao Cup final on Sunday with representing the club, and we were just saying it's so exciting being in the league. I was on a table with with uh, with Rochdale, Exeter City, and um, Oldham. And they'd love to be in League One. They, they, they were like, we're so jealous. We're not in League One. It's so exciting. Hopefully we can stay there and uh, keep them out. Well, there was 13 cup finals. The first of them, Joel, was Ipswich Town. Um, their squad, um, I won't say expensively assembled, but expensively paid. Uh, and they made 19 silence, just like we had at the start of the season. And they took time to gel. Paul Cook lost his job. But um, they seemed to have a fairly settled side. Hadn't conceded a goal for five games. 
uh, and as Charlie's alluded to, um, some clever changes by Derek at half time uh, to get more people in the box supporting Cole Stockton. Uh, an all round fantastic defensive performance. Happy with the point? Yeah, I think obviously it's scary at this stage of the season, but when you look at the balance of the game, I think we have to be pretty happy with the point. And look at, look at the subs they made. You've, you've alluded to, to it with their squad. Like they bring off what is probably a pretty decent. A solid championship from three, to be honest, with the likes of uh, Macaulay Barn and uh, and Aluko. But then, and then they bring off the bench, you know, Selena and, and, and all those. Like, Chaplin, yeah, kind of Chaplin, Caden so, Jackson, yeah, and Caden Jackson. So it was literally they just replaced like a decent championship from three to poss- very possibly a better championship from three. So you know, it 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 does show you the kind of the amount of quality they have and. In fairness, their coach as well, you know, Kieran McKenney's come in and he's he's done an amazing job. I thought they were they were fantastic. I thought they're probably up there with one of the best two or three sides I've seen this season. Kind of, they're, they're quite different to Rotherham, obviously, but they're on that. I felt they were on that kind of level. The way they were able to open the pitch up and really stretch us, and and, and the way the players moved and worked with each other. I don't think it's. I think you know we look at some other teams who come come to the uh, the Mazuma and tried to play quite expansive football and hasn't always worked, but. Uh, it's a Morecambe podcast, Joe. Yeah, we're supporting Morecambe. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. They were really good, <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm partly saying it to mitigate it because I thought we we took a you know we took a lot of pressure, but at the same time, you know, it was bodies on the line and we did well to keep them out. I think you know Trevor Carson, what a steep lord, our lord, an unbelievable <laughs> performance. You know, rightly in a couple of teams of the week, and then. I think obviously I see why Derek went three five two. If we played so well against uh, against Rotherham with that, and then moving in, and he only had a couple of days with the players, so you know coming into this game it made sense. Obviously we we came under a lot of pressure. He tried he changed it up a bit in the second half with uh, Phillips and Mulder coming on. It worked really well. We scored, and you know it came from a little kind of period of pressure that we had in those first kind of ten fifteen minutes of the half, and you know. Alan Wilding scoring headers with late runs into the box. What, what more? What more do you want to mark, uh, to mark the return of Derek Adams? But um, yeah, and then throughout the second half, obviously, it switched up the chase and the equaliser. They bring on those big guns, and you know it was always going to be tough. So I think you know, I think we'll see a bit more come out of the side over the course of the week. You know, as players get used to Derek's methods and they're going to get all involved with the game plan. But you know, on the balance of play from that game, you know, against. A really, really good team. You know, you got to say, fair enough. We'll take a point from that and you know, kick on for for Plymouth this weekend. And John, you were on the bench. Uh, unfortunately, you didn't get on that time. But uh, you've been uh, you've been coming off the bench a lot lately. But what was your view on Ipswich? They were they were pretty good, weren't they? Yeah, no, definitely. Just just as uh, uh, Joe and, and Charlie have said, just mirroring what they said, they're, they're a strong side. Ipswich were a strong side. We knew uh, with the experience they had, like with a new call. Um, in there, and obviously, the, like you said, the strikers, the the forwards they brought on, they were they were going to be a threat. But I just I just feel after the the week we had, obviously playing Rotherham and then Ipswich, I feel we did very well to to kind of just be focused, staying focused in the game, and and you could see you know boys throwing the lads throwing their bodies on the line um, and keeping it at nil nil, and them taking the lead, and um, just a bit of. Um, Obviously, a bit of a negative is to 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 have conceded, but um, I'm just glad that we were able to to, to get a point from a game which was a, a difficult difficult game um, over the nine minutes. 
And that, as I said in the preamble, that was the first of our 13 cup finals. There's 12 cup finals left. Um, yeah. and we're, we're moving on now. We've got Plymouth away, which is traditionally, uh, I don't think I've seen us get a point there, even to be honest, over the years. And I've been probably the last sort of like, you know, last few seasons uh, anyway. A difficult place to go on the best of times. Um, they've been doing pretty, you know, they had a, a really good patch. Uh, when the new manager took over um, and uh, they haven't lost any players. They signed a couple in the, in, the, in the January transfer window and they look well set that they're probably looking at, at least at the playoffs. But looking at this in the plain terms, it's, it's again, we've, we've got to get something from Charlie, isn't it? Well, I think that, you know, we're in a situation where they are, they've lost a couple of, I don't know if they won the last game, they lost a couple of games in a row. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just think that we we play better. We play we play better against the, the top sides, and we'll give them a real game. Derek will be well up for it because his old, his old club. And um, you know, they, they, I just think we'll be in a situation where we'll 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 give it a good go. I'm sure we will. And uh, uh, John, uh, we're, we're obviously by the, by the time people are listening to this, you'll probably be on your way down there on Friday, or or uh, already be there on the Saturday. Um, uh, have, you, have you made any special preparations in training or has it just been uh, getting to know Derek and his methods? Yeah, I feel that, uh, the gaffer's been, been very good with us, like just getting his tactics across, his, like you said, his methods and obviously the game plan going into, uh, going into Saturday. So I feel like the boys, again, we feel focused. Like you said, there's 12, 12 big games for us. And I feel like you see our performances against, uh, say, the big teams in the league. Mm-hmm. I feel it has always been good, so uh, there's nothing really to fear. I feel we just have to to go at it with like a, a positive mindset, and and we'll, we'll definitely get a result. And we're we're going for the win for sure. And we can expect, uh, as you're always down at, at home park, a decent crowd. Uh, like I say, Schumacher's not really changed the way they play when uh, when Ryan Law has gone to Preston. He's he's obviously one of his his proteges uh, anyway. Uh, so we're expecting them to sort of um, play a bit of football, but they've got they've got quite a couple of decent front men, Plymouth. Yeah, no. I'm sorry, John. After you, John. Sorry. Well, yeah, I'm just going to say, yeah, the, you know, the machine racket coming in, you know, we all know how they're going to play with the back three and everything. I think if we look at the, the game we had against them earlier in the season, I thought we played really well in that game. I thought, you know, it was a good, really good performance. I think, I think we, we took a point from it, but we, we were ahead. And to be honest, on the balance of play, I think we were, we were well worth our point. So, so it's anything like that performance uh, that, we, you know, that we had at home against them. I think, you know, it, it, we'll do really well. Best way of putting it, I would say, would be that, A, their manager said we were the, were the best sides we played when we drew them at home. And we, we played so well against Sheffield Wednesday, Ipswich, Rotherham away, um, Wickham away, Oxford away. We played so well in all those games. We shouldn't fear anything. Well, you're right, and and I think we were talking about this just as amongst a group of fans this week. And the one thing that we said about the Ipswich game was perhaps that was a game that we might not have won before Derek came in, uh, and we might well have lost, and we got a point. But with Derek coming back, could we in a situation where we can now turn those? De- and I take what you're saying, Charlie, because we've had some really decent performances. We've come away from Wickham, we've come away from Oxford, and we've come away from 
um, I'm trying to think where else, Rotherham. And, and all their fans are like, you're brilliant. You, you, you're bound to stay up. But we, we lost in all of those games. So what we need to do is turn, and, and I, I like to say, and you're quite right, John, what you said, that the performance was everything. We were putting bodies on the line and we got a point. But we have to turn that one point when we play, we play defensively and brilliantly like, like we did, but not brilliantly offensively. We need, still need to get a point. And when we play okay or slightly better, we need to get three points. And following on from that, we've got Bolton on Tuesday night, Joel, and uh, we, we kind of owe them, don't we? Yeah, obviously, the, the, you know, what happened with the last game was very frustrating in, in the manner that we drew it. I think, I mean, it's, it's been a funny one because, you know, it tends to be that generally the best way of uh, getting three points tends to be playing better than the opposition or, or well. And, you know, we've been doing that. It's not been working. And maybe maybe there's a few of those kind of intangibles that are hard, that are hard to kind of tie down that, that are doing the trick. Or maybe it's just bad luck, you know. I, I'm not too sure, but, you know, you know, we've just got to hope that, you know, Derek can come in and he can kind of get things across. And I think, you know, hopefully we'll be looking for a similar level of performance to, to, to those that we've had of late. But, you know, just maybe some of those things like turning the tide just to make, you know, make sure that we get those results over the line. And, you know, I'm sure Derek and the team and John and everybody now, I'm sure everybody will be working, you know, really, really hard to try and do that. I still can't believe John Beaker's second shot in Gillian, against Gillian didn't go in. Didn't go in. <laughs> yeah, John, I, I, I've, I've, I, that's gone to my mind so many times. Must gone to yours, thousands and thousands. How did he yeah. save that? Yeah, definitely. I, w- I watched it a, a few times, just thinking, hoping it. You know, how did he it, save that? Yeah, literally, just a point blank, point blank save, and he, he just gambled. You know, I um from from that point of view, um, I'll say going back to the Bolton game. Um, it doesn't get any easier, John, does it? Away at Plymouth and then away at Bolton. And Bolton's home form recently has been absolutely spot on. It's the away form that's not brilliant. But um, I know you were involved in the uh, the one-all draw at home against Bolton. That's another one where we've done easily enough to win that game, missed a penalty, goal disallowed, uh, and end up drawing one apiece. And it's another frustrating... And that's why I'm alluding to the fact that, you know, I'm not saying we owe Bolton, but would you a bit of luck, surely, John? Yeah, no, definitely. I feel we, we we played very well in that game, performed very well, deserved. I feel we definitely deserved the three points uh, in that game, but conceding late um, is always frustrating. But it's, I feel now we're in like the business end of the season. Every game is going to be even if you, if we're playing teams in and around us, they're going to be tough. So um, it's, it's about putting points on the board, getting those wins, and um, yeah, I'm, I feel the boys are looking forward to, to Bolton. You know, looking forward to Bolton. Plymouth first, but getting the job done at, at Plymouth. Yeah, I hope you're right. But um, obviously, we've got there's a there's a situation. Um, there's still a little bit of rancor and a little bit of bad blood between the fans between Morecambe and Bolton. Um, obviously, there's, we've got a couple of coaches going on Tuesday night, uh, and a couple of fans have been sort of worried about the reception they're going to get. But I've uh, you know, it is only. A, I, I, I have to say this: that it is only a, a small percentage of the Bolton fans who are, are, uh, are looking for, shall we say, uh, a flashpoint. And we can't allow that to stop us, Charlie, can we? We can't. You know, we need to. You know, there's plenty of the, lots of horrible things going on in the world at the moment. The last thing we want is more misery and bad blood between between you know between two football clubs. You know, we need to. 
just um, hopefully we can get to it on Tuesday with uh, with no incidents. Fingers crossed. And if you are travelling to Bolton, just be careful. But try and enjoy it, because obviously if we get something at Plymouth, get something at Bolton, uh, then we've got a, a, a home game where hopefully we can uh, we can really knock it home. The, the interesting thing about both of those games, uh, we've been really, really lucky, and I'll, I'll come to both all three of you now, we've been really lucky lately because we've been in a situation where we've, had, we've uh, lost, drawn, lost, drawn, lost, drawn, last six, but all the teams around us have not been picking up points. So we're in exactly the same position as we were six games ago, despite the fact that we've only got three points out of a possible 18. And that's got to be, in the in the short term, that's great for us because it means we're in touching distance, John. Yeah, definitely. And I feel um, even looking for the boys when we sometimes we may look at the table and see, you know, see where we are. I think now you could, I could sense that, you know, is when we, you know, when we win or, or, or when we draw, that's when we look at the table because it's us who is going to change our, our, our position. So um, it's just, I feel that now there, there's a more, like, probably more, even more confidence um, uh, now the gaffers come in, more confidence and, and you could sense even from the, the fans, from our fans um, against Ipswich, they're, they're all behind us and, and, and I feel like this is, what, this is what we need going into to, to these last 12 games. So that's interesting that you think Derek's come in and he's been incredibly positive. Is that right? Yeah, no, definitely. Just from the off, because I think it's, it's quite hard uh, for for any any manager to come in and straight away. And I know he's he's been here before, uh, but any manager to come in straight away and and uh, make immediate change. But we could see it in in training, and um, we could see it obviously going in at Ipswich. So I feel that we'll we'll have a probably a bit more still about us. So um, we're just looking forward to those those twelve games. And uh, as I said, Joel, um, there's always one team. Oh, Charlie's gone. No, he's back. Um, there's always one team who gets sucked in. And, and I said a couple of weeks ago, I think it might be Shrewsbury, but uh, they haven't got quite sucked into it yet. And one of my mates was musing on the fact that it might be Charlton getting sucked into this because their form's been poor. What do you think? Yeah, I think Shrewsbury have been the obvious choice, although they, they have kind of just about kept their head above the, the precipice recently. I mean, like like you say, though, know, it's really you kind of think it's hard to identify one team that might get sucked in because there's about three or four above us who've just had very middling form and not picked up those wins. So, like you know, we, while we we've I don't know, it's, it's weird. I don't want to say we've been not not been punished for not picking up the wins because we've actually played really well and we've been really unlucky not to get the wins. But you know nobody's taken advantage of the fact that we've been a bit no. unlucky in, in the last few games. And, it, uh, and yeah, you kind of think, is, is, is this going gonna, gonna, gonna to carry on for the rest of the season? Are, are, you know, are we going to run out of a bit of luck in terms of other teams' results and are they going to start coming in? But, you know, you just don't know. And, and like John says, what more can you do but just, just concentrate on yourself, just concentrate on trying to win your games because, you know, you, you can get, you know, let, let you know, let the fans do the worrying about all the permutations. <laughs> now he's going to find out. Wimbledon on the other week, didn't we? And he was like, you know, I feel confident. We've got we've got Doncaster, we've got Gillingham at home. Two two draws, winning two nil, two nil up. And Fleetwood was three nil up. Yeah. Um, the Fleetwood fans. I saw a podcast of the week. The Fleetwood, all all the bottom clubs in the league at the moment were on the, were on the podcast, and Fleetwood and Shrewsbury were both thinking Morecambe were going to stay up. Everyone's, everyone, everyone's second favourite club, right? <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone wants us to survive. 
And um, you know, we, we, we I, I agree with your friend, Fried. I think Charlton, the, 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 that Charlton game on Good Friday is massive, absolutely yeah. massive. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that, that obviously they're all important, aren't they? But yeah, I think that could be uh, if we can pick up some points between now and then. That could be a really, really important game. Right, we'll move to John now. Um, John, thanks for coming on tonight. Obviously, um, uh, as I alluded to in the intro, um, you've come, you came to us from St Mirren, and uh, obviously the gaffer's now <laughs> left and gone to St Mirren. So you go, you know exactly what he's going to there. Um, what prompted you to come back south? Oh yeah, definitely. I feel it was. Uh, I've, I've been. To, I've been. I was at Scotland for two years. Been in Scotland for two years. Yeah. And um, to be fair, most of my career has been in in England. And um, I feel me going to Scotland was just to have a new kind of just a, another fresh start. I remember doing my ACL um, just before. Just um, uh, before, sorry, just after I left Oxford. Or sorry, before I left Oxford in that season. And um, I just felt like I needed a fresh start. Um, and then Jim Goodwin, uh, the manager at St Mirren, um, remember him calling me and saying, how do you, how do you fancy, you know, um, a few years in, in Scotland? So uh, I felt that was, that was great to, to, to have and to kind of just get the, the mind right, get the, the body right also. Um, and obviously down south, is, this is where, like, you know, this is where family is. Most of my family, obviously, I grew up in, in London. I know Morecambe, London is not too... Not as close, but uh, um, I feel when obviously when Stephen Robertson was here, um, he spoke to me about the club and obviously about the the owners, and it was something that I definitely wanted to to come and and, and give my all, you know. And um, obviously I've been a bit unlucky with the injuries, but I feel now I'm coming into it, and you know, hopefully uh, you'll see the the full form. Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? And and. Um... Before we came on air, I, I, I did say to you that I saw you make your debut at Workington in that friendly that we won. Was it 5-1 five, five, we won on that? On a gorgeous summer's evening up in Cumbria. Um, we'd driven right through the Lake District and it was like, oh, well, it, this is great. Uh, and we were all talking about you and a couple of the other lads that knew signings on the way back. So, no, we're going to do all right. And obviously, it went, all went horribly wrong for you pretty soon after that, didn't it? And that's, that's got to be really soul-destroying, hasn't it? Yeah, no, it was it was tough because uh, I felt like it's probably the fittest I've ever felt um, in a preseason, and and just looking at the obviously uh, adding to the squad um, uh, uh, they had on they had last season, as I was, I was looking forward to obviously playing with you know all the players and uh, we had a, a strong unit, so I was um, yeah it was it was it was quite gutting to I was gutted to kind of miss the the start of the season. Um, and obviously, it was, it was a long layoff. It wasn't. It wasn't something like it was three or four weeks. It was, you know, three. I think it took me three months, three and a half months. So uh, yeah, it was definitely tough. But you, as you said, you're back now, and and really having having got back into the swing of things in December, we're sort of we've now arrived in March. And do you feel now like you're fully fit and ready for the running? Yeah, definitely. I feel that, that December was it was tough because you know playing the game. Obviously, I could do so much training, but being in the games, that's where you get your, your match fitness. And probably I didn't feel as fit in these games, but now I just feel, you know, back to normal. And, and you know, now is the business end is, you know, is a good, have a good feeling, you know, that I'll, I'll make an impact for sure. Well, you've already done that because obviously uh, you've scored a couple of important goals. Obviously, 
um, <laughs> you're 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 you're, def you're tapping from somebody's awful. It was the awful shot against Doncaster that was going wide. Greg, <laughs> Greg Lee. Yeah, the finish actually, it was deflected. Actually, that was a good was finish. It? Was it? Yeah, it was a great finish. I'm not saying it was a it was a great finish, but uh, was it deflected? Uh, I I I have I've, I've only watched it the once, and that was from the, the home stand. So I just thought Greg Lee, oh, he shanked it, and then <laughs> you, you stuck your foot out, and it was three all. Yeah, it was. Yeah, to be fair, you know, coming on that three two, you want to make a. See, I think it was like ten minutes left, so you want to make an immediate impact. And I felt that was probably the goal that you know got us got us going, and you'll see the crowd behind us, and you'll see Tombs you know, scoring that banner from edge of the box that it just just uh, tipped it off. Yeah, off. happy days. And then obviously just after that, um, we went we went and managed to draw your uh, your. Your uh, your dream draw Tottenham in the FA Cup third round, and obviously yeah. you've got history there. You've got you've still got friends there. You know quite a few of the players there. That must have been a special day for you. Yeah, no, amazing. Obviously for myself, uh, my family. I lived I lived uh, five minutes from there. I grew up five minutes from from the stadium, so um, that was kind of my home my hometown. So um, yeah, going back there, um, still speak to like you know Ryan Mason is part of the um, the first team staff there. So. Um, and obviously some of the obviously Loris, I don't speak to him, but you know it was good to see him see him again. Uh, so yeah, it was it was nice to kind of see them, but yeah, it would have been nice to you know uh, get one over on them for sure. Well, we didn't do so bad, did we? One nil up for seventy four minutes. Yeah. That wasn't so bad, was it? Yeah, yeah, that no, was amazing. And obviously, even just seeing the fans there, you know, coming into I think when we first came in, they were already you know seated and whatnot, and you know it, it was nice. Obviously, a great occasion for the club, also. So is this you coming out as you are you are a Tottenham fan then, are you? It's weird. I was like a, a Tottenham and then a Man United fan um, growing up. I, I just liked uh, strikers, yeah. different types of strikers, like a Van Nistelrooy or um, obviously I like Teddy Sheringham. Um, and then uh, Man United, I like Cole and York partnership. So, um, but when I went to Tottenham, it was it was surreal at the start because you know you know I used to hear the the noise from the stadium from my house, so um, it, that was a uh, it was amazing to kind of grow up, grow up through the youth ranks there. Just from my perspective, the reasons why I know John Abeek is a good lad, right? There's a few reasons. First of all, the reception he got at Tottenham from the from the Tottenham fans. Yeah, true. It was really, it was re that was really, really, really special. You, you see people get a clap normally, but they were really, really going for it. Second of all, when he had that horrific injury, I mean, I, I spoke to Farney, and Farney was like, I was hamstring. I was like, I'll be all right. No, no, this is proper off the bones stuff. Um, and he came back, and he could, he could, he, he went on the on the co-commentary on the uh, match on the on on the uh, Shims Live. You, you didn't have to do that. And then you, you always speak so positively. You must you, you must be very frustrated. You're on, you know, you haven't got as many much game time as you wanted, but. You, you, so much humility and support and positivity, and I think it really does remonstrate throughout the comms of the whole club, and that's that's part of the reason why we need a full squad behind each other. I think it's brilliant. No, I appreciate that, Charlie. But yeah, I feel it's, you, you've you've got a, everyone has welcomed me well since coming here, and um, even doing the call commentary was it was just nice to to just get a you know a view of you know even how the fans feel and and the fans think. Obviously, I've just I've just come in there. Uh, so it even took me took the mind off the the injury and um, it kind of sped it up. I feel because you're, you're I enjoy talking about football, enjoy interacting with people. So yeah, it, it was definitely a, a blessing for sure. So my my final little chat with you before Joel puts you to the sword 
Um, obviously, uh, you, you got that. You got that goal. We'll talk about your goal against Gillingham, and uh, Charlie's already alluded to it. I thought you had the second one better, and he saved that one, didn't he? Yeah, no, definitely. To be fair, my my right foot, uh, I've been working on it. To be fair, that's normally the wooden leg. To be fair, so uh, yeah, when I struck it properly, I'm thinking, ah, oh, this has to be in. So uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I I feel we deserved the win. That's why it was more uh, more annoying that it didn't go in because I feel even the boys from from start to finish were perfect. We, we had all the possession, created a lot of chances. Um, but it's there taking those chances are, are important. And uh, it- I, it's uh, it seems to be the theme of this. I think I think we might call this podcast the uh, we played well but didn't win because it's been <laughs> it's happened that many times. But to go back to your finish, uh, you you against Gillingham, for a, you managed to sort of like con the man that you were going to go on on the outside and then turned him and then curled it beautifully into the bottom corner. And obviously we know you favour your left foot. Um, that's um, that was an important goal because we were one nil down. Yeah, definitely. And I, f- I feel when, when you're on the bench, you do get to see how, you know, the defensive, the, their defensive shape is and how they line up. And I knew they were, you know, very deep. So they were always on the edge of the box. So uh, sometimes I do like to come to feet or whatnot, but knowing that, you know, there might not be a lot of space there because the midfield was, you know, uh, the, mid, uh, the number four was always trying to step in on the toes of the striker. So him being on the defender being on my back was was perfect because I knew that as soon as I can turn him, you know I'm I'm through on goal. So um, yeah, it was just good to to get that get the equaliser um, and and obviously push for the winner. And it, it, uh, both of your goals, you've been in a situation where we <laughs> we needed to win and you haven't really had a chance to celebrate because it's not been. Uh, <laughs> You know, the, the one against Doncaster, it was like, come on, we can do this. And then again against Gilligan, it was like, come on, we can do this. I'm looking forward to you scoring one and actually standing there going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that that moment also. Yeah, there's, you know, both goals where get the ball back, get on the on the, the, the kickoff line and, and let's uh, kick off spot and, and get it going again. So, you know, I'm sure there's, there's going to be moments, uh, you know, coming in these next four games that, you know, we can celebrate as a team and, and celebrate with the fans for sure. I hope so. Anyway, uh, Joel, John's all yours. Well, yeah. Speak, speaking of uh, hitting shots really nicely off your right foot, uh, I was thinking about the uh, the one you hit against Rotherham. You know, caught that right in the laces. Lovely shot from Colin. The great save from Vickers. And again, that game, I think uh, it was a header. I think that I thought you did really well to get towards the top corner. He popped out of there. Sheffield Wednesday. I think you have one off the line. Uh, you know, with, with Cole, you know, I've, you know, he's a, uh, you know, I'm not not with Cole, but with, against Lincoln, obviously, you've had one that's come off Cole on the line. While it's frustrating, do you also kind of look at it and think, you know, what I'm getting in the right areas, I'm doing the right things, you know? And actually, a lot of the time, it's just been really good goalkeeping. Yeah, I feel especially for like forwards, it's important to to know even when you're starting or coming on, you're getting chances, you're getting shots at goal. Um, Obviously, we want to get them on target, want to score goals. But, um, yeah, it, it is frustrating, you know, if you're not getting those opportunities. So then you have to think to yourself, OK, you know, I'm not, you know, I might, I might not be getting in the box um, enough or maybe I'm standing too close to uh, the defenders in the box. So uh, knowing that, I, you know, I don't even have to think like that now. I just need to I know that if I'm coming on or if I'm starting, I'm going to get those opportunities. It's a, it's a good feeling because I, I back myself to, to take those. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think look, looking at 
kind of that goal against Gilliam actually as well. I felt I, I kind of felt like watching you kind of roll your man and pop it right in the, in the far corner. I thought like it was quite a nice visualization. It kind of showed how much you kind of get in your, your match sharpness back because I think obviously we speak about timescales and coming back from an injury, but how hard is that last little step where you've got to try and when you haven't got the pre-season to kind of build yourself up, you're just kind of getting thrown into matches here and there when you're trying to build up that kind of sharpness and that little bit of edge. Yeah, no, it's, it's important because um, when you're not match fit or, or match sharp, there's other things that are on your mind. Like, you know, if the hamstring was, when I first came back, it was sprinting, you know, you know, a bit conscious of sprinting and whatnot. But now everything is fine. Now you can just think of, you know, how you're going to be in the, in dangerous positions, how, how you're going to, attack your your opponent so now it just feels you know it's just freedom in the in the mind in the play to, to actually make a, a real impact no yeah and yeah fortunately we've seen the kind of fruits of that with uh, with obviously Doncaster and, and then Gilliam so going going back to a bit earlier in your career then obviously I, I was looking and you had quite a lot of loans and uh while you were at Tottenham and was that a difficult thing or being a bit younger, were you quite happy kind of changing location and testing yourself in kind of different ways? I think uh, my first loan was at Yeovil. It was in League One. Um, I, w- I remember going with Andros Townsend. We both went. They just told us, uh, we didn't really know where Yeovil, because we were just always London, London. We didn't really know where Yeovil was. And our, um, one of our academy managers, John McDermott, just told us, listen, here's, here's a train ticket, you have to, you know, find your way, you know, someone will meet you at the station. So we kind of had to just prepare. So that was quite daunting. Uh, that was daunting. But um, after I tasted that, I think I was there for maybe three or four months. Um, after I tasted that, I wanted more of, I, I didn't want to play like under 18 football again. I didn't want to play reserves because there was just a different edge to, you know, playing on a match day, you know, for something, you know, um, which you, you see your teammates are are, um, are geared up for like on, on match day. So um, I, I always wanted to go out on loan, but there was a, I felt, you know, there came to a point where you have to just know, say to yourself, like, no, let me stay at Tottenham, see if I can make the grade here. Um, but for me, I felt like, um, because if I'm not with the, the first team in pre-season, okay, it means go on loan instead of maybe say, no, no, I want to stay here and see, you know, if, if this manager likes me, uh, like a, like a Harry Redknapp, he, he likes some of the youth, the youngsters, and he gave me my debut. Um, AVB, um, Andres Villas-Boas, and he, he again liked a few of the youngsters and, and gave me a few games there. So uh, I think it's just the confidence to maybe just sort of stayed, stayed in one space and see what you can do if, if, if they don't like you you're going away anyway. So, um, yeah, I probably went on a bit too many loans, I'll say. That's interesting. But I've, I like that. I guess it's kind of that wanting to prove yourself in the men's game, even if it is at a lower division, and kind of having that kind of the rush and the match there and everything. Yeah. So, coming coming to your, your spell at Morecambe, now, obviously, we've had um, uh, Stephen leave at quite short notice and, and, and all the kind of, all the emotion that comes with that. And then, obviously, uh, Derek's coming now. So how how's that been to adjust? Yeah, uh, to be fair, I have to be, be honest. It, it was it's probably tough because um, kind of learned a, a way of playing, like in learn, learn a tactical ways of Stephen Robertson. And now um, the gaffer, the new gaffer, has come in, and we have to learn his ways in in a, in a space of time where you know, like you said, is in the business end. But 
you know, I feel now we've we've been in it for a week. We're we're we're, we're so we feel more focused. Uh, honestly, I feel we feel more focused going into games. You know, and we feel like confident and ready um, with, with the tactics that the gaffer has, has brought to us and and is looking good in training. So I feel that's where we get our confidence from, and then it's going on match days and, and showing it. So um, now I've I've definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, because I think I mean from the outside, I think. It is quite a bit of a change to kind of the methods and the tactics. So is that being kind of having that week now, I guess? It's a, I mean, it's still not that long, but is it kind of being enough to really start getting his messages on board then? Yeah, definitely. And, he's, and like, like I said, he's, he's freshening things up. He's freshening things up um, in our mind and, and things that, you know, you know he, I feel even uh, seeing, seeing the, the success Morecambe had last season, um, that brings even more confidence to us knowing that, and this is, you know, this is the gaffer that brought, you know, brought them to, 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 to League One. So um, even having that in our minds, we're going into games very confident. I suppose also you got a couple of, yeah, you, you, you Stocktons and your Wildings away from last season and kind of give you a little bit of a, yeah, so this is what the gaffer's about when he comes in, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously, also Tombs. Um, so it was, yeah, this week has been so clear. In, in what uh, he wants and expects from us, so it's, it's up to us to go out there on against Plymouth and and, and show show what we've we've been taught uh, this week. It, it's strange, John, because we, we've had, uh, as you've alluded to, we've had we've had uh, particularly uh, Aaron Wildig, Toomes, etc., etc., who who played under Derek last season and then played under Robbo, and obviously we're back under Derek now. And the two or three that we've had on have said that. Derek uh, was he was very very specific about the way he wanted us to defend, but uh, when it came to us going forward, he, he didn't mind you expressing yourself. Have you found that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just even in the, the drills we've been doing, there's a lot of freedom um, for even obviously myself, like some of the forwards to if we want to drop deep, we can drop deep, going behind. So um, it, and with that, it gives the the forwards and midfielders that sort of creativity um, and it's not probably you know uh, it doesn't feel like it's maybe rigid or whatnot it gives us creativity you know you know Aaron Woodick might go forward and you know one of the forwards come in so it's a, it's a nice it's a nice feeling yeah and that must be nice because he's uh, like I say it's been said before that he he, uh, he trusts you to make the right decision is that right yeah yeah def- definitely I feel this week you know, just again, just from the the patterns of play we're we're doing, it it definitely gives us that that kind of belief and freedom um, that that is that we need and is looking good. You know, the 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 sort of combinations and patterns we're doing is is looking very good. When Phillips goes down the wing, knock Aaron Wilding out of the way and go far post and head it in. That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get another header. Yeah, I, 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 just just on that, I think that obviously you know Stephen, we we we, 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 we were doing good, we were doing well. I think with Derek Kamini, you've obviously got the people who played under him before, who were probably you know Phillips was a different different person on when he when he came on. Wildings, they're obviously really excited about him being back. Then you've got the, the people who signed at Christmas who are still quite new, who we did really really, really well. Like um, we we had uh, like Trevor and, uh, and and Jacob and everyone, and uh, and then you've got the people who who are obviously eager to impress who who don't, who don't know Derek, and it's, it's probably given us a bit of a jolt and a bit of extra 
What did you say, John? Yeah. Been more of a you know a, 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 a catapult to go forward. Yeah, definitely. I feel we, like you said. You know, you explained it perfectly. It's a it's a great balance. You know, we've got you know even you know players that are missing out. They they can come in and and do a great job. You know, that are missing out in the eighty man eighty man squad. So we've got a great balance in training. It's very competitive. You know, um, everybody knows that you know the places are are up for grabs and. And it is a good feel. It's a good feel like that because everyone's on their their A game. So going into going into Saturday, you know, everyone knows, you know, they have to perform. All all we need now is that new manager bounce, isn't it? That always happens. You get three wins on the bounce. That's that's right, isn't it, chaps? That always happens. That's the one. Uh, that's what the rules are. <laughs> I think I hope we're going to get four points in the next two games. I'm not allowed to not allowed to bet for improper person's test. But if I were to put a bet, I'd put a bet on for you getting four points. I hope you're right, Charlie, and I would snap your hand off for those four points. I really would. Um, sorry, Joel, I interrupted you. There, have you got anything else? No, no, that that was that was my last one actually. So, so uh, new manager, new bounce, um, newfound freedoms for the attacking players. We saw that. We kind of on Saturday, you guys, you guys were warming up, and I noticed straight away that Phillips and Wildig weren't there. So I, I kind of guessed they were going to come on, and I figured he was going to change the lineup and he was going to get them to to support Cole, and he they both did that brilliantly. And what happened in the fifteenth minute of the second half? Both subs combined, and all of a sudden we're one nil up against the decent Ipswich Town side. So. I think the one thing that Derek does very well, and I'm nothing against Stephen, but having seen Derek for like two years before he left and then come back again, Derek's very, very good at seeing a game and knowing how he can change it, Joel. And I think that's something that people like John will start to appreciate. Do you, do you think that's right? Yeah, oh, I can't quite recall what exact instances, but there are there were moments like during last season where. You know, you'd have a little tweak here and there, and you just need to go back to the how many late goals did we score last season? How many late goals in ninety fourth, ninety fifth minute did we score? And um, we haven't done that this season before. Now. Yeah, you're probably right, Charlie. You're probably right. And again, it's nothing against Stephen. It's just no. Derek. Derek sees a game, and he sees a game very, very well, and he knows. Derek's very he's very simple in what he wants we know from experience that he just wants two people in every position and if one's not working the other person will have a go instead but he can be quite quite he can be quite clever tactically and that's one thing that the Bradford fans are saying oh he's, he's no plan b and that's never been true of Derek while he's been with us yeah it's it's interesting I've seen a few people say that, that about Derek I think he, yeah he really is quite like oh, I was thinking about how many formations he used with us like Three four three three five two, and obviously it was kind of main four three three four two three one. Whatever. Oh, four two three one. Yeah, exactly. It was that kind of thing. But then I remember, like suddenly, like when he whipped out that diamond against Cheltenham, and it was like, what? <laughs> what are you doing here? But it worked. We got it a worked. result. So, yeah, it did. You know, so, yeah, he has got. He has got. You know, a few tricks up his locker. Probably a bit more than. But you know, I think. I think it's a bit of an easy stick people use to beat managers with if they're not happy. I think it's just one of the go-to truisms that people will pop out, oh, he's on their plan B. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> people just go to that quite easily. But, you know, Derek quite clearly has. And in fairness, Stephen did too, you know. He liked yeah, his changes to three five two. So, yeah, but Derek, you know, he's, he's shown some really good changes in the past. He showed one on Saturday. So hopefully, you know, we'll be in for a bit more throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, and Charlie says we're getting four points and I believe him. 
<laughs> I predicted a nil-nil Gillingham, um, Gillingham Wimbledon game after the nine-nine-nine-one-zero formation that Gillingham played against us. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I think it was ten naught naught to be honest. <laughs> um, so I'll come to you now, Charlie. Obviously, uh, Ben Ben has been doing his shtick with his uh, with his uh, press release this week, and there's there's lots to talk about, isn't there? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Those guys do so much work. You know, we've got you know the twelve cup finals to arrange and and keep the club going and and the supporter survey, um, the uh, the barter card thing. I think there was a note about you know apologising on behalf of it not being done quickly enough. You know, we have tried our best, but there's obviously been logistical issues. Um, we want to make sure that everyone's safe and safe and sound at Bolton on. Tuesday, which will hopefully be happening. Really excited about the Two Stories partnership with Rob Ellis and his company. We've been filling in surveys in the, in with all the, all the employees of the uh, board of directors and senior staff have been filling in stuff to make sure we've got the best brand going to, uh, you know, uh, for everyone's second favourite club to be more accessible. <laughs> Quinny's doing his million mile, million, million mile, million step walk, million mile. <laughs> million, million mile walk. <laughs> million step walk. He had to plead to Rod Taylor ate mushy peas on the prom yesterday. I saw on, on, on Facebook, which is interesting. Yeah, but he can't, can't get mushy peas at the club. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but all in all, you know, there's so many things going on. Ben's had a really good update. He's put it on the official website to have a read of. But, um, you know, we want to be a successful, profitable, and sustainable League One club by 2024. And I think we're doing a pretty good job considering we're two years before that already. And if John and his positive crew and positive mentality can keep us in League One, um, we'll be way, way on track for that. And uh, I was saying to someone today that it's almost like there's, there's seven or eight teams that are so good. I mean, Sheffield Wednesday, you see them against Bertha on, on, on... Yeah. I, I can't list them off. The, the top eight are so good. And then I think from nine or ten down to 24, there's nothing in it. No, there isn't. You're right. There's nothing in it. We just need to get a little deflection or that guy not saved that John Abika shot and just a couple <laughs> of wins on the board. And we've just got we've just got to finish 20th. That's all. Got to finish 20th. We don't finish it's, 12th, we've got to finish 20th. And hopefully we can do that. It sounds simple on paper, but obviously it's down to Derek and John and all the players to, to make that happen. And I don't think it'll be for the want to train, John, will it? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, we know we, we know what we need to do. Um, and th- like you said, now there's there's like a you know a unity uh, among the among the players, just knowing that there's in 12, 12 games to go uh, around the club. Also, twelve games to go, and 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 we believe we believe we'll, we'll do. I know, hand on heart, that if if if, if the worst happens, you know, which isn't the worst, because obviously there's lots of worst things going on in the world at the moment, but. You know, if we if we, we we couldn't have tried any harder, the fans, the players, Stephen Dermot and those, you know, and Derek and everyone in the club has tried so hard, and, and that's why I think we'll stay up because we, we we haven't finished yet. Yeah, and it ain't over till the fat lady sings. And, it's uh, not over at all. She's not warming up yet, Joel, is she? No, exactly. I'm trying to think of a funny way to reply to that, but I can't. I'm sorry. Watch, those watching on YouTube before we go, please compare my bedroom to Joel's bedroom. <laughs> For the record, this is not my bedroom, we're in a hotel. But yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what you're trying to say about North Manchester. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's trying to hint you I've got a four poster or a, 
uh, an Elizabethan themed wallpaper. <laughs> I've got a very small wardrobe, and that'll do. <laughs> yeah. I've got to go, my friend. Can I sign off, please? Yeah, we're going now Thanks, anyway. Charlie. We're done. Thanks, Charlie. Wonderful. Thank you so much, my friend. See you soon. No problem. No problem. Right, well, uh, we'll finish off just the three of us. Joel, uh, we've got some trust stuff to discuss. We're, the, is, is there any room left on the coaches for Bolton? I don't think there is. There might be one or two, but uh, I think they're all pretty much full now. So, yeah, you know, just, just kind of business as usual. Obviously, looking to, to offer coaches where we, where we can. We're kind of looking at uh, sort of how, how we can manage the, the Shrewsbury rearrange uh, game as well. So, keep an yeah, eye out for that. But it's obviously... But, uh, that's a tricky situation. Although, you know, you do look back with fondness at uh, the fact that they diverted to the Chester game and uh, had a good afternoon there. Yeah, so. true. True, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's that's good. It'd go down as legendary, won't it? So, yeah. strange one. But there you go. Right, this has been Shrimpnet. We've had uh, Charlie Appleyard, who's already gone because he's on a works too. We've had John Abeka with us. John, thanks for joining us. Uh, I hope... Uh, at some time in the future, when we've uh, we've managed to get to maybe nineteenth or eighteenth place in this division, you'll come back on and tell us how you did it. Ah, uh, definitely. Anytime, David. I've enjoyed it. Enjoyed Thank it. you. Thank you, John. It's been fantastic. Uh, Joel, thanks as normal. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about, and I say this every week because I'm always positive about these fantastic four points we're going to take off Plymouth and against Bolton. Uh, I'd take a draw at Plymouth and then beat Bolton. That's just me, though. So this has been ShrimpNet. Thanks for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, tell your friends. If you haven't, tell us. Uh, and we'll see you next Thursday. Take care.